Welcome to Political Coffee, your one-hour thought-provoking news and commentary as you begin your day. And now, here's your host, Jeff Krop. Good morning, everybody. Great to be with you. It's Thursday, Political Coffee, the show where we talk about the political issues of the day in a manner that I hope offers some value to you, some meaning. So that you can be persuasive with the persuadable in your world. That's how we retain our liberty, friends. All of it. Today is the National Day of Prayer. Join me at noon at the Marion County Courthouse. I'll be there to pray over media. And then there is tonight at 7 o'clock in front of the Capitol at the Fountains... Another service for those who couldn't make it during the noon time. I will not be at that one, but I will be at the noon one. Bring your rain gear. I will. Got a busy day today. Uh, in just a couple of minutes, we will talk with Julie Hoy, who is running for the Salem City Council Ward 6. She has a website, juliehoy.com. That's H-O-Y, Julie Hoy. We'll talk with her in a moment. There's some other things. And then at the bottom of the hour, we have Bob Tiernan, Republican running for the governorship. Um, Oregon Catalyst has an article that Christine Drazen leads all of them. Uh, Well, it's it's within the margin of error, but it's a a poll that was released by Nelson Research. Shows her uh, with... Uh, about a four-point lead, uh, which is within the margin of error of Bob Tiernan. Bob Pierce is third. So Drazen's at 18.9%, 14% for Tiernan, Bud Pierce at 9.5. Stan Pulliam at 6.9, Mark Thielman and Kerry McQuiston each at 5.9, Bill Sizemore at 3.7, Bridget Barton at 2.7, Jessica Gomez at 2.1 and Brandon Merritt with 1.2 to round out the top 10. I will have this poll and uh, you can look at the cross tabs, which is all the data and the questions they ask and who answered and so on and so forth. But that's all part of the article would be up on the show plan today. Some other things going on. Uh, Free Oregon. Members have donated over 130000 to fund 16 lawsuits. This is after, well, this is all of the, this is Cape Brown, folks. This is everybody being shut down. Ben Edel is uh, uh, a big part of this. I'll also have it on the show plan, as I will be the three names that were added to Oregon's memorial wall of fallen law enforcement officers. Since the 1860s, 192 law enforcement officers in Oregon have given their lives. The names of these three were added on the 3rd of May. They're S. Allen Burdick of Douglas County Sheriff's Office, John R. Burwright 
the Oregon State Police. 503-559-7213. And Carl L. Frazier of the Lane County Sheriff's Office. Those three names uh, were added. Now, um, also, as expected in downtown Portland, there's another story here about riots that broke out following the news of the Supreme Court leak. Tuesday evening, a group gathered in downtown, and of course, they damaged government buildings, coffee shops, and others through burning material, incendiary devices, um, squalling, my body, my properties. Too bad, where were those people when the forced vaccinations were happening? Hmm? Yeah, well, apparently, one person was arrested. So there you go. So there we go. Uh, oh, and by the way, Republican Ron Noble, former police chief of McMinnville, helped sponsor and pass House Bill 3273, which prohibits law enforcement agencies from releasing booking photos except under special circumstances. Thank you, Ron. You should remember that when you're voting for the 6th Congressional District. By the way, you should also know that Christine Drazen voted for that particular piece of legislation also. I've got a, speaking of congressional candidates, I've got a, an email from Amy Ryan Corser. We'll get to that, but right now we're privileged to have Julie Hoy join us. Julie, good morning. How are you? Good morning. I'm doing great. Thanks so much for having me. Great to have you. So the, the question that I always ask every candidate is why are you running for office? Oh man, I'm running for office because I have lived in the same house here in Salem for 30, coming up on 31 years. And I've seen a lot of uh, change come along. It's not, and it's not all good. Um, I, I want better for Salem and never on my radar was, uh, running for any kind of an office. I counted on the fact that other folks are doing that job um, and looking out for our best interests and seeing what I'm seeing. I just, uh, I just feel like it was time. It's time to do something more than um, just complain. And so I'm in. And now more than ever, after what I've seen and what I've learned through the campaign process, I, I think we need something different desperately. And I'm certainly that, because it's super easy to think outside the box when you don't know where it is. Well, there you go. Uh, That's important. So thinking outside the box, uh, I mean, it's just, you got to, I mean, right now, I think people are hungry for that. They're hungry for people who are not politicians who are part of the problem. So finding solutions, homelessness. What is your direction on homelessness? Oh, homelessness is is a great concern. Um, You know, I live in in Ward 6 here in Salem. And Ward 6 is the highest density population in in any ward in Salem. It's also the most diverse. Um, We, I, I live on Center Street. And I see what's going on here uh, daily. I see it outside my business on Lancaster, um, and it's a it's a terrible problem. I deal with uh, folks trying to sleep right in front of the restaurant there that, and not just sleep, but that hang out you know next to the door and 
had a guy just the other night who was um, in his had a sleeping bag and his beer cans all around, and uh, Marion County came out to help with that situation because our security company couldn't get him to leave, and there was um, he didn't want to go to a shelter, and he didn't want to to go to any um, any place. He just wanted to get some rest, and sleeping in front of our place was just not a not a good solution for him. The best option for him, as it turned out, was to move over to the a complex where Buffalo Wild Wings is because there no one will ask him to move. And <laughs> that, just, That's not much of a solution, Julie. No, so, it's not, but the, the, I think the officer did everything he could in that, in that hmm. spot. I think we need more options for folks, better options. Um, we need... I, I, I agree with the the idea of the um oh my gosh i'm blanking on the word but the teams that go out to um help in certain situations where we don't Mm -hmm. necessarily need to busy our law enforcement but we can get trained professionals to help with situations to um get people the services that they need um i'm also frustrated with you know folks who are very obviously uh you know drug addicted or, or mentally ill or both um, and there's, I've been through that system with a family member and it is really painful to watch someone who doesn't know they need help, um, continue the path that they're on and going through the process of finally getting them to say, fine, I'll go get help. And then watching how that help is, is really helpless. They can't do anything unless that person is ready to commit to getting that help. Um, so it's it's a big, great big issue that I and an entire thanks to um, the uh, legalization of possession of of uh, meth and heroin. Um, we it's just made it, I mean it's just made it absolutely worse. I mean I see it I see it in the restaurant. I watch people go from you know um, relatively looking as though they've got it together to losing everything. And yeah. it's, yeah, uh, sad. it's absolutely Indeed. painful, but, and it leads to homelessness. It leads to it's broken families and that's where it begins, I believe. And it leads and, to crime uh, on top of that. We're talking with Julie Hoy. She is a candidate for ward six Salem city council. You can check out her website at Julie Hoy, H O Y Julie Hoy. So let's talk about that. There's another story today about a progressive donor, a leftist donor, has put big money into getting rid of Paige Clarkson, Marion County DA, and replacing uh, her with uh, another guy whom we reached out to who uh, did not respond. So from a crime standpoint, from your perspective as a candidate for city council, but also as a business owner and everything you've just described, how do you think we ought to approach in the last uh, couple of minutes of our interview, how do you think we ought to approach law enforcement regarding these things? You've partially talked about that. Should, do we need mm-hmm. tough love or, I mean, do we have to prosecute these crimes or should we try to find alternatives or do both? Yeah, that's, I think that's it. We need to do both. And, you know, by the way, I think Paige Clarkson has really done an amazing job. And she's a 
strong woman with um, who believes in accountability. And I think that that is super important. We can't, um, and we need more law enforcement. We're, from what I understand, we're like 60 officers short of of being able to take care of the community that, that is served here. Um, we also need trained professionals. We need trained we need officers trained well to deal with circumstances, um, but we also need a system that supports um, taking care of these folks and getting, um, helping the majority of the population to feel safe in daily life. That's to me, that's paramount. Um, and and you know, compassion, yes, certainly compassion and helping people to do better. I believe in people reaching their full potential in this life and circumstances and that that come along you know make make changes for folks and right. choices make changes right. for folks and we need to we need to be able to serve them but we also need to be able to hold them accountable she is julie hoy again you can check out her campaign website which is juliehoy.com where you can learn about her you can um she has a great little video there in a personal note from her that explains why she's running and Julie, they can make contact with you there, can't they, uh, from that website? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's just julie at juliehoy.com is my email. So feel free to reach out. I'd, I'd love to know what the, the community is thinking and feeling and what I can do to help. Julie Hoy, ladies and gentlemen, there you have it. Go to juliehoy.com. Julie, much success. Be blessed. It's 620. We'll be right back. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. The 22 minutes past the top of the hour. We'll get to the phones in a moment. 503-589 is the 589-1220. I ought to finish the... Uh, the phone number, don't you think? 503-589-1220 is the power Buick GMC talk line. Emails always to jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm.news. And Corby had written me a message uh, because we are going to have Bob Tiernan on the show here at the bottom of the hour. Had written me a message asking Bob Tiernan about why grocery outlet treated him and others so poorly during the Kate Brown pandemic tyrannical rules. And I wrote him back and said, well, I think Bob has, uh, it's been many years since he was at grocery outlet. We'll, we'll see. I'll ask Bob the question though, and get his opinion about all that. And it's a fair question to ask in terms of, did he do anything to stand up against Kate Brown? Um, Pfeiffer roofing folks, it, you know, I don't know if you've noticed it yet, but it's kind of wet out there today. 
And if your roof is leaking, I don't care whether it's in your business or your home, you're miserable and it's doing serious damage to your home. You got to stop it. That's why you should call Pfeiffer Roofing because they can get out, take a look at it. They give you a free estimate about what it's going to take to replace it or to just fix it, to stop the leak and then maybe come back and do other things to either replace or repair it. Uh, maybe you have gutter systems that are not working right. You know, maybe you have a asphalt shingle roof that's kind of getting on the end of its life. You might want to try their Roof Max product, which is a soybean-based all-natural product that gets sprayed on your asphalt shingle roof. And it gives it new life. It was a five-year guarantee, and it does it at a fraction of the cost of a new roof. So if you're not ready for a new roof, you might try Roof Max. Anyway. All of this is available from Pfeiffer Roofing, which is a second-generation family-owned company started right here in the Salem area in 1978. Go to their website. Check out all of the things they can do for you to make your life better. PfeifferRoofing.com. That's P-F-E-I-F-E-R. Roofing.com. Just give them a call. 503-647-4725-647-647. Forty-seven, twenty-five. Let's go to Art. Art, good morning, brother. Hey, Jeff. First, let me say, uh, don't believe everything you hear in the polls, for sure. And I also would like to say that uh, no matter what, no matter who wins the election for governor, we need to work with them and get them elected. I had a long conversation, Jeff, with a state policeman yesterday. And right now, they're going through retraining to push these new woke policies of our illustrious governor and our roads out there are going to be a hell of a lot less safe because of them. Uh, you know, they're no longer these new policies that they're pushing. The Democrats, especially Kate, uh, is they're horrible. You can't pull a car over anymore that has broken headlights, broken taillights, no, uh, you know. None of that stuff. And so and, our and the sad part is safe. Republicans like Christine Drazen voted for that, as did so, Ron well, No, you're absolutely correct. And you know I would across the street to shake Christine Drazen's hair, hand. She is a horrible politician. Don't stand up for our rights. But I, you know, Jeff, let me tell you, I shook the hand of this state policeman, told him how grateful I was for what they do. Of Good course, you know, they're understaffed, and that's all due to the damn Democrats. Oops, excuse my French, Jeff. But, uh, you know, this thing with the Marion County District Attorney and stuff like that, we got to stand up and we got to stand up strong for all these people and get good leaders because it ain't going to get worse and it ain't going to get better unless we have control 
of our state government. So, you know, Jeff. No, you're right. It, you're right. Nothing it, will change. It's, yeah, it's just absolutely horrible. So, everybody vote for your candidate, but no matter who wins, we must rally behind those individuals and make damn sure that we at least get an equal amount of people in office so that we can take back our dang government because we're in a lot of trouble if we don't. You're right. Thank you, Art. I do appreciate you. You're 100% correct. It's up to us, folks. God, this is a wave God election. Bless, it's yeah. a tsunami election. But only if you, again, participate. And how you do that matters. It's not just to vote either, by the way. It's to do things like check out the 2,000 mules. There's a story in Gateway Pundit about this Dinesh D'Souza movie. Fox News is boycotting talking about 2,000 mules. Got to tell you, folks, we got a hammer on Fox News. I'm sorry. It's just how I feel about it. Also, join me again at noon today at the Marion County Courthouse. It's the National Day of Prayer. We need a lot of prayer in this state for our local candidates like Julie Hoy, like Bob Tiernan, who we'll be talking with in just a moment. It's 6.30. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. We are back. It is great to have you with us. It is 24 minutes before the top of the hour. We are uh, blessed to be joined by Bob Tiernan, who's a Republican running for the governorship, the Republican nomination. Uh, you can check out his website at bobtiernan.com. That's T-I-E-R-N-A-N, bobtiernan.com. Bob, good morning to you. How are you? Good morning, Jeff. Welcome to a rainy morning. <laughs> it is that time of year. It's still spring, and and, and I think that, you know, me as a fifth-generation Oregon farmer, I thought back to this time last year, we didn't have a lot of rain, and it was not a good year for us farmers much better to have the rain and the snow now, don't you think? Oh, yeah. oh I love the rain. Love it. Cleans yeah. everything up. <laughs> can we can we use the rain to clean up Salem? The policies well, of it, the, the governor? As of right now, anything would help. Um, I, I think we need more of a fire hose inside the Capitol to clean it up. Um, yeah, our, our state's in pretty sad, sad shape. And uh, the lack of leadership, the lack of solving our problems, the lack of uh, tackling the tough issues has uh, just seen the Oregon that we all knew, your fifth generation. I mean, every one of those prior generations would be shocked, shocked to, to look at, at Portland and, and, and the Willamette Valley and the homeless and the crime, the lawlessness, the riots. 
and it's not being solved and it's just it's beyond disgusting it's unbelievable that is and and there's a story today uh about how this progressive donor um aaron boonsoft is an opb story has donated two hundred seventy-five thousand dollars to get rid of two good prosecutors one in washington or one in marion counties right here yeah page yeah. clarkson and you know this is this is part of where a I think a governor has the opportunity to use the bully pulpit to talk about this and talk about not prosecuting some of these criminals and what they're doing. Well, first off, Page is one of the best district attorneys in the entire state, if not the West Coast. And what the left is doing is they're, they're trying to decriminalize everything and that criminals are just, you know, m- mistaken people who've made who've made some uh, bad choices. Yeah, bad choices like killing people, raping, uh, robbery. Uh, you know, it, it's it's disgusting. You want to see what happens when a millionaire gets involved in a race and supports a liberal district attorney? Look at Portland. They don't they don't even arrest uh, people stealing your cars now. Uh, you can assault police officers. You can't pull them over. Their hands are tied. And then even when you do catch them, the prosecutor won't prosecute. He says, I'm not going to prosecute that. The rioters, I'm not going to prosecute that. So you want to see lawlessness go crazy in Marion County. Uh, you go ahead and, and support somebody other than than Page. Your district attorney uh, is one of the best. And that's what I've done in my career in politics. My first order of business is to make Oregonians safe. And the prosecutors are a key to that. They're uh, it's such an important part to our criminal justice system. And that's why the liberal left is attacking good prosecutors. So, you know, they came in and, and sold us that bill of goods on ballot measure 110, legalizing drugs. Again, $5 million coming from New York to outspend 100 to 1 the people who were trying to fight the, the drugs. And, you know, they're using Oregon as one big experiment petri dish for their, for their liberal ways. So, folks, whatever you do... Keep our prosecutors, keep the best in place because they are the cornerstone to keeping your neighborhood safe. Amen. Absolutely correct. All right. So a new poll came out um, that shows Christine Drazen in kind of a a slight lead over you uh, in the governor's race. Uh, Break that down for the audience and and why they shouldn't be too worried about that. Well, First off, it's a um, the poll is shows it as a dead heat. Uh, even uh, the Oregonian people looking at it, it, it's a dead heat. It's within what they call the margin of error. So when you do polling information, you you um, it's a little uh, it's 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 scientific, but at the same time, it's a great guess on who's ahead. So they have this thing called margin of error. Well, we're within the margin of error. Whether uh, you know whether we're tied or she's slightly ahead or I'm slightly ahead. You, you never really know. It's just you, the, um, I'm in the game. She's in the game. We are the top two. There's nobody else closest to us. And there's a huge difference between us. You know, I'm the candidate with the experience. I'm the candidate who has run multi-million dollar companies and I fix problems for a living. That's what I do. I'm the candidate who's a commander in the Navy. I, I you know, when I was sent out to, uh, on active duty, we always got the problem solved. I have the leadership. In the legislature, I have more legislative experience. I, you know, pass the ballot measures, ballot measure 11 to make Oregon safe. Uh, with me, the problems we're facing in Oregon 
I've already fixed those problems before once we are in the legislature, and I'll fix them again. There's no guessing when you vote for Bob Kiernan. There's no guessing what you're going to get. You're going to get someone who's going to go in there, and I'm going to solve that homeless problem. I'm going to solve our lawlessness problem, and I'm going to make our schools stronger and better. That's my track record. That's my history, and that's what this race is all about. Um, we've only got uh, 12 days to go. Uh, it is a dead heat. So if you really want a problem solver, you're, you're tired of guessing, will this guy actually do what they say they're going to do? Will this person actually do what they say they're going to do? Look at my record. I've done it before. I have the experience. And that's why I should be the next governor. I will fix our state's problems. We're talking with Bob Kiernan running as a Republican for the nomination for governor. You can check out his website at uh, bobtiernan.com. The Oregonian has another hit piece on you talking about how you testified in 2021 that you spent 60 percent of your time in California. How, how do you respond to that? Well, it's what I told him in the story uh, during that period of time. Well, first off, I only leave the state for three reasons. I leave the state to serve my country in the Navy. I leave the state for business reasons, take care of my clients, and I leave the state to take care of my parents. And some reason, they decided to pick on my parents. Ever since they were in their 70s, now they're in their 90s, I am in California, you know, whatever it takes to look after them. And I go down there sometimes almost weekly. And during this period of time, I was down there probably at least, you know, 50, 60% of the time because my parents weren't doing very well. And if I had to spend every dang day down there taking care of them, I would if I had to. Um, I owe a, a great deal to my parents. Uh, yes, indeed. very important yeah. to me. And if, you know, if someone's going to vote for me and not vote for me because I'm, I'm, uh, you know, looking after my parents, you know, don't vote for me. In fact, I wouldn't want your vote. But, yeah, I, I have spent time in California. Uh, I will go down there as much as I have to to look after my parents. I'm committed to them. But, yeah, it, it's unfortunate the issues come up and whatever the, you know, opponents and the liberal media want to do, you know, you just got to live through it. But um, it's really coming down to who is going to fix Oregon's problems and who's dedicated and who's got the leadership and who's proven it before. And that's me. So a hard um, part of being a governor is negotiating with legislators, both Republican and Democrat, assuming that you are governor and there is a mixed bag in terms of the House and the Senate. How would you approach as governor working with Republicans and Democrats to try to turn back some of these things like Measure 110, trying to deal with homelessness, crime, Measure 11, those things? How would you negotiate with them? Well, you know, that, for that, that's a great question, because as, as governor, um, you have a lot of power and you have limited power. You, you do have to work with the legislature. And I think, you know, common sense, you hope, uh, will rule out. But it takes leadership and setting the agenda and letting them know in negotiations on passing those pieces of legislation that you need the most. But ultimately, the governor has a lot of powers. They have a, a, a bag of tools. And in that is they have their discretionary powers. They have the power of appointment. In other words, they, they're going to, uh, as I would do, clean house in Salem. You know, we, they run the state police. They, they run the corrections department. They appoint all these department heads. 
and they also have emergency powers. And emergency powers they use to keep Oregon safe. Um, and, you know, they can always, uh, always exercise their own, uh, you call it the bully pulpit, but they have a lot of uh, power to convince others that this is the direction and this is what the way we have to go. And that's what I am going to do. And ultimately, ultimately, Jeff, if we have a measure like ballot measure 110, which we must send back to the people, if the legislature won't do it, if they won't overturn the legalization of drugs as governor, I go out with, with a ballot measure and I would put it before the people and let them decide. And as governor, you can do that, too. So our Constitution gives the governor a lot of powers to do a lot of things, and they have a lot of levers they can pull. And as a leader, I know which ones to pull. I've been in the legislature. I've passed four ballot measures before, and two of those made Oregon a safer place. So I think uh, the governor has a lot to do with uh, uh, fixing our problems with the, the crime, the corrections, and the homeless. And they can get it done. And, yes, they have to work with the legislature, and, yes, they should. But if that fails, there's some other powers the governor can exercise to accomplish what needs to be accomplished. In the last uh, 40 seconds we have left, one of my listeners wanted to know how uh, how could it be that you had been at Grocery Outlet and Grocery Outlet treated people very poorly when it came to the pandemic and wearing of masks? And I responded to him, I thought that you hadn't been with Grocery Outlet for a number of years. Can you quickly address that? Yeah, I was president of Grocery Outlet from 2003 to 2007. I wasn't there during the the, the masking. Uh, the masking policies were up to each individual store, but that was not uh, that was not under my watch. But every store made their own, and they had to follow. They believe they had to follow the um, uh, the state laws and the state edicts, and that's what most of them did. Not all of them, but that's what most of them did. Bob, thanks so much for joining us. BobTiernan.com. I'll see you tonight, my friend. You bet. You take care, Jeff, and thank you. All right. Good morning, Salem. <laughs> Good morning. Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Ten minutes till the top of the hour. We'll get uh, to the phones in a moment. I want to remind you, Freedom Heating and Air can keep you warm or cool, depending on the time of year. And they do that really well, especially if you have a problem. One of the ways they've built this very successful business in the Mid-Valley area for almost 50 years. They really get out quickly to your place, whether it's your home or your business, or maybe your apartment because they have great discounts for apartment managers, veterans, and seniors. They get out there right away, and they get the problem fixed. Check them out on the web. Freedomheatingandair.net is their website, freedomheatingandair.net. Or give them a call, 503-580-1456-580-1456. Amy Ryan Corser, Republican, uh, running for the 6th District Nomination writes me an email, said Roe versus Wade. Such a hot topic right now, moving the right direction, however, food for thought. I think that we should use laws to reflect the science, especially when the far left tries to use that as their scapegoat on almost every issue. Therefore, what we've learned over time is that Roe versus Wade's 
was ruled before ultrasounds were used in America. And now we know that babies in the womb can suck their thumbs, feel joy and pain, respond to light and sound, and develop food preferences and can recognize their mom's voice. Time to reflect the science that we have learned into our laws. And keep in mind that if a pregnant mother and baby in the womb dies in a car accident, she is it is considered a double homicide. Well said. Well said, Amy. Let's go to the phones. Go to Ron. Ronnie, good morning. First of all, first question is, you heard about the Gabriel Pundit report about how Bud Pierce has been funding our enemies in close races in the state of Oregon? Yeah. This I, is a I, bunch of... I, I never liked him. I always had a sixth sense. God revealed it. Second thing, Tiernan, where in the hell were you at when we were having these timber rallies? Where were you at... When we was having Antifa come and beating up on people, our citizens, from 2016 to 2020, where was you at when you were back with Bob, I mean, uh, Alan Alley, and this party went from tired to crap? Where were you at? And that was a Navy person at the time period like he was, from 86 to 90. And the last thing I will say is, I'm breaking it down two choices, either Bridget Barton or Mark Zillman. For governor, and I'm going to revolt tomorrow what I's decision is on that. As it applied for 6th Congressional District, not these crumb backers or anything else, because I see a message. The overall thing I'm saying is the establishment, he was one of them. Let's talk about Suzanne Gallagher, who he was the first chairman or second chairman of the Republican Party in Vance Data time period. Ever since before them, Rod Robinson, he was part of, and this country's done, this Republican Party have become rhino central, or they've been quiet like sheep. And the last thing is this, you, I got the latest thing for you. How about Multnomah County having a Black Lives Matter sign at their elections office, and then instead of giving you, some people didn't get their ballots, so when you go in the office, they give you a league of women uh, voters brochure instead of the Oregon State um, voters registration book. How does that work? Is that called lectionary? Or is that called pushing agenda? Uh, it's called being uh, illegal under Oregon law. Thanks, Ronnie. I appreciate it. I look forward to your it. revealing how you decided too. to vote tomorrow on the show. By the way, Mark Thielman will join us tomorrow morning early uh, at the um, about 6.10 in the morning, and then we will have uh, Beth Jones uh, joining us at 6.30 tomorrow. Uh, again, 503-589-1220 is the Power of Buick GMC talk line. I uh, want to remind you, Eric Azer, Righteous Renovations, can do a great job for you in your home in doing bathroom and kitchen remodels. It's one of the things they specialize in. To check it out, to see how good they really are, Go to their website, RighteousRenovations.com, RighteousRenovations.com. Let's go to Rich. Rich, good morning. I got two things. One, a question I should have had a long time ago for the candidates, and I never did, and that is, what are they going to do to fix the Republican Party here in Oregon? Because it always seems that there's somebody behind the scenes playing uh, puppeteer with them so that they aren't as assertive as they should be in this critical time. The second thing is, well, on the leak with the uh, Supreme
Supreme Court is, so let's pretend that Roberts is the leak. What's he going to do about it, even though he owes Obama some more favors? <laughs> well, um, you know, I, I think the real answer to that question, I mean, he's he's instructed the whoever the, the security personnel is at the Supreme Court to begin this investigation. The real answer to your question is if they call in the FBI and the Justice Department, they do that. Then, you know, it probably wasn't Roberts because he wouldn't want the finger pointing back at him from an outside agency. Well, the, F- but, the FBI the FBI and DOJ are in the pocket of the left, so why would they do like they've done in the past? And the FBI saying is, we always get somebody, even if it's the wrong person. <laughs> yeah, or they make it up, it seems, uh, sad to say. Rich, thanks. Uh, good questions. Who knows? I hope they exposed whoever it was leaked, even if it was a justice. Yeah, my biggest Folks. concern is how we're going to get more assertive people in the Republican Party when someone behind the scenes seems not to want them. Well, whoever that is needs to be exposed, and that's why Trump is 55-0 and zero in the last two months in his primary elections in yeah. Texas. Ohio and Indiana. Yeah. Because the people that don't want. Yeah, I'm specifically talking about here in Oregon, Jeff. Well, but those are the same people. They don't like Trump. Those are the people that use their position uh, to enrich themselves, shall we say. Thanks, Rich. Hempandcbdoutlet.com. Hempandcbdoutlet.com is the new website. For ProBioscience, this great company here in Salem that uses only Oregon-grown CBD to make great products that I use personally. And that, frankly, I've been using and giving their their butter salve to my mother. And it has truly helped her with her both her arthritis and her neuropathy, which is something I, I want to help her with because she's uh, just been way too dependent on drugs for both of those conditions so it's all natural it works really well go to the go to hemp and cbd outlet.com hemp and cbd outlet outlet.com and you can buy great products and you can buy them online i'll have a new discount code for you tomorrow where you can get 15 percent off 15 percent off online hemp and cbd outlet.com again Join me today at noon, the Marion County Courthouse, National Day of Prayer. I'll be praying over media. Bring your rain gear. I'll have mine. Then tonight at 7 o'clock, for those of you who can't make noon, it, the same National Day of Prayer service will be at the fountains in front of the state capitol at 7 o'clock. See you tomorrow, folks. Mark Fieldman and Beth Jones join us then.